Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, you're probably not familiar with me, but my name is Tiguna Joel, and I am the community associate here at Design Lab Co-Creation Hub. And today I'm very pleased to bring you Delphine Yaboke. Um, I already know that you will enjoy this session very, very much, this recording. Um, Delphine is someone I got to know through one of our Afrinal Focus events, which we have monthly to inspire more women in tech and her story was very inspirational um she's currently undertaking her master's degree at carnegie mellon university um she's uh in her master's in engineering artificial intelligence and she is a machine learning student but i'll let Delphine introduce herself and then we'll get right into it hello Delphine. hello joel uh hello everyone uh, my name is Delphine. like joel say Delphine yaboke i am a student at CMU um, doing engineering AI and I'm a machine learning engineer too. Uh, overall, yeah, I come from Kenya, Nairobi. I I am a mother of two I, and I am happily married. I just like a woman in tech trying to 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 prove that we as women uh, and those who identify as one can can be able to pursue a career and still have a family and you don't have to choose or either or yeah thank you all right now besides the delphine we know in tech um who is delphine like what does she like doing what are her hobbies apart from like machine learning and every technical aspect of me oh I, I i i love i love watching movies actually since since i was young it was one of those escape things that I did um little bit like a two or one minute about why I love movies when I, when I was a kid I had difficult childhood um where I come from I am uh, a bagusi and also half cast of a father I do not know but I believe he's Luo so where where the tribe come from in Kenya uh, at that particular time when I was young they they had they were doing a uh, female genital mutilation and um Right now it's illegal, but yeah, I, I went through that. Then, uh, like, I grew up in Kibera slums, and it it is hard growing up in Kibera slums, as you have known it. Lots of domestic violence from the step father. I don't even call him father, step person, and then um, a lot of rape attempts from my neighbors in Kibera slums. One. I was raped at the age of 12. Then uh, at that particular time, I also had undergone femoral genital mutilation. Is 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 way lesser than how the Somalis do it, but it's still very, you know, very much severe in a Bagusi tribe. And then uh, I went through domestic violence. I ran away from home because I didn't want to get married as an as a kid. Like someone was brought to me <laughs> to get married, and I was like. Come on, I'm I'm a kid, right? I'm I'm a kid. I'm not supposed to, you know, marry this man of a man who is like 50 years old. I want to be in school, so I ran away from home. We became a street child for for some time, and and then came back. And I am so grateful to where I was at that particular time. The the church, the Seventh Day Adventist Church in in Kibera, took me and paid for my fees in prima in secondary. And and then I was able to kind of find my way back. So during those difficult times, I will say, I will run to movies because I will go to a movie. And when I will escape, like in the movies, I will see people who have succeeded, people who are living their own lives, people who have gone through hell, but they are now, you know, not doing great. And that will inspire me to just still stick in school and uh, and just watch. 
Even now as a adult, I am a Netflix premium subscriber just to watch movies. Just like it's now become part of me. So watch watch movies. Uh, and then I walk with my two kids and partner and, and, and also cuddle on a good book. Yeah. Well, uh, what a great way to tell your story and uh, still find solace in movies, even though life was not in your favor at that moment. Um, but I would love to ask, growing up in, sorry, how do they spell it? How do they say it? Habera slums? What is it? Ibera slums. It's Ibera one slums. of the largest slums in Nairobi. <laughs> All right. Uh, I can imagine that it is not a place where that, that usually grows. I mean, artificial intelligence, people like you, people in tech. So how did you get in the field? How, where did the thought come from? How did you get into tech? Yeah, honestly, Joel, I'll, yeah, I'll just say I got into tech just to have a way of escape from poverty. I am a first generation, everything, first generation to complete secondary school, to complete to complete my college, my undergrad, and now in my master's, and hopefully I'll do my PhD. So it's uh, I, there's no one in my family to be like, hey, but you've done this, can you give me advice? And yeah. then what I saw is that I would, I'll, get, I'll, I'll go to school and then I'll see this, you know, kid with their fathers welcoming them and then you'll be like oh okay so did my father was there what did he do really why is he not even you know coming back to pick his kid or whatever what happened and then and then you'll see that they were having their three meals and i'll come home and we'll just will be barely enough because at that time my mom was was having younger we were younger siblings like we barely could afford food but she she had like younger siblings. I'm like, oh dear, we, more mods to feed. We can't even feed ourselves anymore. So yeah. uh, to have a meal a day, that would be like a miracle. So I, I, I just looked at my 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 lecturer, like my teacher that time, like, how do I get off this poverty? I am very now it's nauseating to be a child and to be able to have to worry about, you know, you know, how to how to eat, you know. Even as a kid, I would go to supermarkets. Okay, like not so, in Kibera slums, you call them like one-stop shop. You can buy everything, then go into another shop and buy salts, then go to another one. Like one-stop, they have everything. And ask them, do you guys have garbage to throw? I'll throw it for you for five Kenya shillings. That's about, is it almost 50 cents USD, the equivalent of that? So so that in that one, I will go to various shops and, and collect that. And they will pay me, they'll pay me about maybe a dollar right now because when they pay me a dollar i will scrub into those garbage and i'll get like food that has expired as long as it has expired not more than a week ago that is my food i will eat it i'll give it to my brother and that is a very sad way of of you know living because as a parent as an adult you i am an, an advocate of please give birth to children you can be able to afford taking care of don't give birth to children then you expect the world or the universe to take them for you so it was like a sad reality but but i just kept selling myself like how do i get over here how get hold of here so i i i talked to my to my teacher sadly he's dead he's called yeah. he's mr Richard. he's the first person i told when i was raped my parents yeah. my my mother didn't actually care because she was in that time she was protecting her man the person she's married to right now, she was like, "Yeah, I have kids with this man, so why are you telling me that?" So uh, when 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 that was done, I, I, the first 
because you're supposed to, when you arrived you're supposed to go to the medical professionals like 24 hours before after is it after or before so that you know they, they can be able to to take care of you but i didn't have that i washed my clothes i did everything then in the morning i approached that teacher because he was the most approachable person in school then as soon as i told him i saw teachers running to the staff room i saw teachers running everywhere in like 20 minutes, I was taken to the hospital. This is 24 hours later. And people are actually caring. This is These are people in academia. People, they are my teachers, but I look to them like my second parents. And then I was taken to the hospital. Then mm-hmm. they, they, they were able to raise funds for, for me to take to them, like all the oh, treatment yeah. and, and all that. And it was amazing. So from them, I just learned, well, if I can have a career, then I can actually get out of poverty. And, and that is why I took the three sciences, in, in, in my secondary school and, and I was like I am going to do everything I can in that is my secondary school but in my primary school I was called to a national to a, to a provincial school in in uh, it's uh, in Kenya unfortunately as you have may have judged my step password was like you know I have money for my other legitimate kids I am in, in our tribe is Kiren Tereno, like someone who has been brought along into marriage. So you're not really important. Like, you know, my kid, I just married your mother. You're just someone I met. So I have I have school fees for my other legitimate kids. You, you've been called to a provincial school. Get your way there. So imagine from Kibera Slam being called to a provincial school, but you cannot go there because you're an illegitimate kid. You're a child. You're like a bastard, basically, because that is the definition meaning of someone born out of wedlock. So I had to, you know, do all, all that I can. And th- th- thank goodness, the, the church, Kibera Seventh Adventist Church, was able to pay for me in, in, in a school called Starry's High School. It was not great, but at least it gave me the starting chance into this. So getting out of poverty has always just stuck by me since I was young because I saw what was happening and I didn't like it. Yeah. Wow. Um just hearing that i can feel and i can feel and hear resilience uh, from you um i don't think anybody can just take courses out of you know out of there and like out of nowhere and just learn them and just become where you become but i just want to know um did you when you got into the field did you realize that there were it was a lot of there were more men than women i didn't get last but did i what did you realize that there was more men than women in the field when you joined it? When I joined the field, I didn't know that. But in secondary, I, I we were about three ladies uh, who are taking physics. Most people will take just chemistry and biology as one of because there are three sciences in secondary school. So uh, apart from math, math is compulsory. So when I took three sciences, there are a few ladies. And then when I... I after that, Joel, I'll just give a background. After 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 I had done my, just just a moment. Okay, sorry about that. So after after I was done with my my secondary school, I I I I didn't like pass really well to make it to a university yeah. as you. I've noticed it's a Kibera Slam school and I was supposed to go to a provincial school. So that the because that was in 2007 and 2007 was chaotic in Kenya. We had the post-election violence. It was the first in Kenya. It was like very chaotic during that time. And I can actually remember the 
in 2009, the, the Ministry of Education then, not that I blame him or something, but I'm like, the government should have done better. He he came <laughs> he came and announced that, oh, we had a computer error for people who had done their Form 4 exams in 2007. You guys, you have two options. One option is to um, be able to pay to pay for remarking because there was a computer error and we cannot undo that to pay for 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 remarking or you can repeat of course i was being sponsored by the by the church you cannot tell someone who's assisting you to uh, to to pay for that and then as a government i was like no you should if it's a computer error just chill until you are able to figure out this because these are people's lives and then release the the exams way later, two to three months later, that's like a whole lot of people that you're excluding. But yeah, so that happened in 2008. Then from 2008 to 2009, I, I tried to kill myself like three times. I was rescued. <laughs> Is it rescued? When you step on a stool and then, then you, you put like a hanger, like a rope, and then when you put the rope on your neck, when you're trying to kick the stool, someone comes in and, and, and holds you. That, that happened three times. And then one, one time I was like, you know what? I'll go to River Road. River Road is, is a very busy street in Nairobi. And then just cross that road because the, the, the drivers are very speeding. So when I crossed, the driver took an emergency break. I'm like, dude, run me over. Why? This is a very busy. Just just run me over. This time, life was very, very bad. But but after that, I I, I got to meet good with good neighbors, Kenya, from the Jesuits organization. And they paid for my diploma which is Diploma in Electrical Engineering at Kiambu City of Science and Technology. Then from there is when my career just took off. Like, otherwise, I'll, I was just drowning in, you know, I don't know where to go. I have failed my exams, as you can say, it, thanks to the government saying it's a computer and I can't, they cannot undo it. And then I'm here stuck in Kibera slums with legitimate kids who, you know, everybody's taking care of. Nobody cares about me because, you know, I came into the marriage with my mother, so who cares? And then you, there's that poverty surrounding Kibera, and they're like, yeah, I was stuck. But yeah. Wow. Um, I'll, I'll say I'm grateful and I'm glad that the person rescued you. Um, thank you once again for sharing your story. Uh, so what do you think were the challenges to be in a male-dominated industry like that when you joined it? What challenges did you face and how did you overcome them? Oh yeah, at first, uh, at first, when when I was um, I was doing internship and when when I was employed uh, as a software engineer, you'll notice immediately in the room that the female representation is quite low, and then uh, you will try to identify, like as a human, you will try to identify with your own, be like, how do we navigate this? And then it will be sometimes scary because you you don't know if you're asking a question because. Joel, you'll ask a question as a tech bro and, and someone who, who is also a tech bro will be like, oh, yeah, cool. You don't understand that. Uh, let me explain to you. But as a female, you'll ask a question and someone is like, that is a very silly question. Did, did you even know? Why even here? Like, it's very brutal, like a female asking a question, even if it's beginner entry, but a male asking a question and, and still beginner, uh, beginner in a friendly, like uh, they do not stuff. It's it's res, uh, received well, but if a female does that, it's not it's, it's not received as well. So it was it was really tough. So what I actually did was just to self learn and try to 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 get hold of mentors, but still the mentors were kind of busy, and also sometimes, you know, there are so very few mentors who are female because now I was comfortable talking to females, but because their females are so few in tech. 
So I decided, okay, I'll self-learn and my sole purpose will be uh, as soon as I sit in, in tech, this is what I'll be doing. I'll shut, be shattering those glass ceilings because I, I'm making sure everybody comes in uh, and, 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 and making sure everybody comes in regardless of their gender. So, so that uh, even if you're asking beginner-friendly questions, even if you do not know anything, you're not treated less. You're, you're, you're not actually treated less or treated like stupid for asking such questions. So yeah, that, that that's 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 what I'm doing currently to just talk to my younger self who is experiencing that. Wow, that's great. That at least you were very in tune with your younger self. Um, was it hard to 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 tune in with your younger self, knowing that your younger self had been through so much trauma and you know hurt in the past? Yeah, absolutely. Wow, I can only imagine how hard that was. Uh, but I want to ask, um, did you have, along the way, I'm hearing like it was it was you and you versus you, like it was you on your own. Um, did you have like some mentors along the way that mentored you, that showed you the way and showed you the way to go? Uh, I'll, I'll say kinder. So because now the, 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 the tech field seems to be brutal, especially for someone who is entering, I, I find solace in communities. Like I'll join a community, like tech communities, dev communities. And then even if someone will say, you're asking very silly questions why you went here. I'm like, yeah, I have a right to be here. I, I don't want, <laughs> like, you know, being stubborn because now where do you expect me to go i am not going out of tech and i'm doing everything i can but i'm so grateful i attended a conference called grace hopper celebration uh, it's one of the largest gathering of women technology around the world and there i, I met with 30,000 women technologists in their various fields undergrad masters phd people who are successful and it was a four day of you belong in tech you know like those like this this amazing you know uh <laughs> congregation of powerful ladies doing smashing incredible things and uh, the, the 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 president and ceo of, of, of that organization uh she's called brenda wilkerson we met with her and then she, she she's this amazing lady and and once i attended that i was like yes i belong to in tech yes right now it's baby steps for me i don't know i'm, I'm doubling but i will i'll get it there and from that time from that time, I joined tech communities, and even I am still in conversation with Brenda. She's like amazing human being, just in this journey of trying to be better myself and trying to have an inclusive, you know, tech for everyone. So yeah. yeah. Well, that's great. Shout out to Brenda wherever she is. Um, but I wanted to ask I am imagining that I'm a woman in tech, also getting tech. I don't know where to find a community. I don't know where to um, get a mentor. How can I position myself to get in contact with the right people to mentor me? Yeah, as 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 a woman in tech, uh, your I would say your 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 best bet will be to her to go to developer communities. Uh, like they they might they they can seem brutal at first because the the culture in tech is sometimes brutal but it's changing there are people who are who are you know intentionally changing it but just stick to it stick with you know you you yourself know that you want to be in tech and this is a skill and and and, and the community who will nurture you will bring you you will get someone who who are in the same level as you some who are 
maybe you are in junior level, someone who is intermediate and then senior level, and then you'll be able to see what are the best practices in the industry, how how do people do it. So your best bet will be developer communities, the other will say, and, and just ignore the the bad shade of that and 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 after ignoring that you can be able to actually you know just hang on until you know you get through yes i see um also to, to those here in Rwanda, that we have uh, communities here in Rwanda, kenya namibia nigeria if you're looking to be a part of one of our communities you can reach us to us uh so i heard the problems that you faced and I wanted to ask you how do you think that um, people or everyone in general can work to break down the stereotypes yeah just um let's be inclusive just like um this 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 philosophy I have you if I'm in class whoever is teaching me a prof or lecturer you yes. they they have no right to call me stupid or silly unless yes. they have first taught me the concept and then they, they they have maybe examined me in a way and I failed and then I'll be like yeah you're stupid you're silly but you 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 have no right to I, I've not learned that but then you you call and you insult my intelligence by calling me silly so it's um let's be inclusive just just like the the, the tech bros are are very welcoming to to other tech bros who are very new to the field let's also be welcoming to this tech girl tech lady so that she can also pick these girls because even when we all of us are in the same level, we can command a good salary because this this salary of being paid, the, the, the ladies are being paid way less because you'll get someone who is doing like the, the, the maybe payment flows or, or something in the industry. That person, if he's male, he'll pay he'll be paid so much an hour. If he's female, he'll be paid less by maybe seventy or or even three dollars less than than their male counterparts but that should not be the case because the coding you do in python is the same coding that this lady will do it's not like because it's a lady to be nicer or simpler it's the same thing but now if we are inclusive enough and remember that th this is a skill this is a community and and we look past the gender you know like we are developers we are trying to steer the the the, the tech community as it is we are trying to steer africa as a whole and try to say Africa is no longer a dark continent. We are very bright people. We are we are owning our stuff. We we can make we can make and build decisions, build uh, solutions for ourselves as Africans and to power our African community uh, economy. Then we we don't need to look and the gender. We just need. Are you now a developer? Do you want to be a developer? We'll get you in. Then we'll move forward as a whole. All right. So one of the stereotypes I'm hearing is um, in salaries, they tend to pay men more in tech, um, like calling you funny names as women in tech. What other misconceptions are there um, for women in tech? Like what are the things that people mistaking you for or misconceptions for women who are in the tech field? Yeah, like uh, there's some... Oh, okay, I I'll walk into a room, I'll just give an example to myself. And then if I'm wearing a dress, that's the reason I stop wearing dresses. People will assume maybe I'm the support, you know. There's an event I went and then someone assumed I'm the support. Then when the event started, I was the speaker and the look on their faces was immaculate. I was like, mm, yes, do you see that? But like... <laughs> There's that, like the, the the speaker or this tech person cannot be female, or there's that, you know, biasness. So if you say a doctor, you'll start by thinking it's a male before you say 
they might be male or female right yeah. but if you think of a cook or a nurse you'll be like oh they're female but they're male nurses too you see those subtle biases the, the stereotypes and then now like for example like me i am i am a mother of two kids i am married and i have i am in school those yeah. those three things put anywhere does not even sound right because when for example when i was coming to cmu uh when i was coming to cmu everybody was like huh you're leaving your almost your one year baby to who and i was like excuse me that baby with this with this father like i am a parent that father is a parent that kid is fine is with the father and people were like but you are the mother i'm like exactly and the kid has a father so this is this is very this is parenting right is not the woman who parents the, the the husband or the 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 father who parents like that stereotype of it's okay for men to pursue their careers to and 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 have a trophy wife <laughs> in quotes in the house be showing around oh yeah i married this person but but in 20 years the that relationship you might find people are start resenting each other because you maybe the lady came from university has maybe a degree and then has been taking care of kids like for for 20 years or 15 years when she she comes back into the into the industry the industry has changed right she she she, she no longer i didn't not identify like the industry has changed so much she will start being underpaid like as a junior and to pick up while the male partner while the male partner has make lips and bones if it's publishing papers if it's being known so it's usually is like the the female is there and as long as you get married or you sit on certain age start having babies and that is the end of you but but i'm here to to bring the other side like yes you 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 must not pick either or you can still be an amazing an an amazing engineer machine learning engineer kickass machine learning engineer you can have your family you can have your incredible partner and you can still pursue your career you can just you have to to have a supportive partner and know where you are and put in the work as it you don't have to pick either or and then when you move you, when you move as as a whole it it means at at some point when the kids get get older you know because when the kids are below 5 years they don't really don't know what's happening as long as you feed them <laughs> they don't really know what's happening but but you've spent you spent the 5 years you you got in your masters or phd when now they need the money maybe they are going to universities or colleges you as a parent either male or female you can be able to to, to support that comfortably if they win scholarships okay if they don't you can pay out of pocket but if you yeah. sacrifice one or the other it's a personal choice yes but it it can impact you in the wrong run Wow, definitely what a man can do a woman can do i'm hearing a lot of sexism in the field and honestly like you said i think it is our responsibility all of us to break these misconceptions and stereotypes um i think as we're getting towards the end i wanted to know um delphine we've heard her past you've heard how she got into tech i wanted to know where is she now and what are her plans what are her plans for the future Oh yeah, uh, right now as I said I'm at uh, CMU uh, African campus and I'm I'm doing my masters in engineering AI. I I have other plans. I volunteer a lot in the community and and and, and one of them is I'm the current MongoDB user group leader for Nairobi and I've started and I'm, I'm the interim MongoDB user group for Kigali. We had our first event in 1st October. We are trying to bring MongoDB to Rwanda as well because 
in the whole of Africa is just one in Nairobi. So we are trying to build as many um, as many developer communities around MongoDB here too. And also, um, I'm, I'm, I'm also organizing um, a, a, a program we have in Kenya. It's called Technovation Girls to be able to also happen here in Kigali. So it's basically where high school students who are girls are able to to come. Uh, so high school high school students who are girls are able to to come together, identify as a problem within their community, and able to solve that problem using code or AI or I IoT. Of course, supported by mentors. So that, that that's currently what I'm doing. And where I want to go is that in the next five years, I I want to I want to be known as someone who is in energy and AI. So allow me to explain. It means that when conversations are happening around renewable energy, um, any any renewable solar, wind, whatever, when conversations are happening around wind, energy, solar, and also just the typical uh, electricity and, and stuff like that, and also around artificial intelligence, I my name I want my name to be able to come to come up. With just like because I'm I'm going to be at the intersection of energy and AI. Just like right now, when someone is talking about artificial intelligence and ethics, you'll you'll hear names like Dr. Tim Gebru, Dr. Joy, like those are big names, those are incredible ladies who have contributed in this. I want to be at, at that intersection and I'm putting my my 10,000 hours. I, I'm already done with the 3,000 hours, so 7,000 or less to go. So that in 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 as much as people are talking about so you'll have experts, you'll have electrical engineers or engineers who want to apply AI in, in electrical engineers or engineers who want to apply AI in their field. Then I'll be the person they'll be able to talk to. You'll find companies who, who are AI startups or, or AI anything, that companies in tech that wants to tap into uh, energy, maybe either electric vehicles, fast charging batteries, name it, because of this... Um, you know, save our planet movement, the green energy, then because I am a machine learning engineer, I'll be able to interpret that to them being also an electrical electronics engineer. So I, I want to be at that intersection and and create such a movement that that people, regardless of where they are, regardless of where they're born or how who their parents are or how they started in life, either in sheer poverty, they can actually make a difference. They, they, they their brains, their, their, their intellect is still as tight, as tight as someone who was born elsewhere. It's just they want to be given that opportunity to prove themselves. So that's that's where I see myself, and see myself being quoted, publishing papers, being quoted in big conferences, and uh, yeah, that's the next five years. Wow, I genuinely hope and pray you reach all those things you want to achieve. Um, thank you so much. This has been an honor. Now, the last and uh, final question is, um, what's one advice you want to give to the women in tech? Now, that's a good question, Joel. One advice I'll, I'll, I'll give is like, put in the work. Of course, it sounds cliche, but yeah. but the, 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 there's a person, um, Andrew Carnegie. He's founded uh, CMU, and 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 he says one of his favorite quotes is like, "My heart is in the work." So it's it's basically means when when you when you want something bad enough, just put in the work, put in the hours. I'll give a, an analogy. You you'll find a kid 
like my kid started walking like three months ago but 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 she would she she will start crawling she she will stand up and fall and then she will be disappointed but stand up back again and fall and make two steps and fall but she, she was not discouraged like now i'm not walking let me just crawl the rest of my life but no he just put in the work it, it might it might seem like it's it's insignificant but if you put put in maybe an hour or even even half an hour of a day into learning maybe you want to to delve into machine learning so you'll start with python because in machine learning most most code is python right now unless you do java but but if if you want to delve into machine learning or into backend you can start with python if you spend half an hour or an hour a day just learning python and doing like a mini project it can be even something to say hello world right uh, you it's a website saying hello world and it's calling the backend calls for that that is something you do that after one month after two months after six months you look at yourself it's incremental steps you are you are putting in the work your heart is in the work then you will be able to see that you've come this far because nobody in, in as much as um, we all want to help people sometimes you have to drag yourself another example is in in terms of war you'll find you'll find um, people that the, the humanitarian aid Uh, and 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 some people are starving the humanitarian aid will not go and drop food where it's um like like the guns are there blazing or people are starving it, they will they will drop food near 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 where they're happening so it means that this food they don't want this food to go rotten it will they want this whoever has been left with even an ounce of energy will crawl to that food it's not very far but will crawl and they will be able to to eat that food and be rescued so it means that there's that effort there's that effort that you will have to put in so that after you've put in then the, the the universe will pick it from there the mentors the community you know that but put in the work put in your half hour your one hour and and be in the dev community well, all right um thank you very much for this advice to the women in tech i myself am not someone in tech but i'll take this advice to heart i'll put everything that i do i'll put in my heart um definitely this has been such a pleasure thank you very very much for being a part of this podcast looking forward to hosting and having your again uh, thank you for having me joel 